welcome to this week's energy show. Now, the first question that almost all of our customers ask is simple. Which solar panel should I buy? Well, here's how we answer that question. I kind of look at it from a number of different perspectives. I'm always thinking about saving money because uh, that's the reason why people put in solar. So I want to find the most cost-effective system for customers. We want to find something that's reliable. It has an impact on long-term cost-effectiveness. High efficiency is good if you have a limited roof space. Aesthetics is important to many customers. And last, but most important, is what does your trusted solar installer recommend? So we'll talk about all these things in more detail. Now, here's the thing. All solar panels generate the same amount of electricity on a per watt basis. Your appliances can't tell the difference if they're using electrons from a super high efficiency solar panel or if they're using electrons from a more commoditized, less expensive system. The electrons are the same. But there are clear-cut differences in solar panels in terms of efficiency, cost, aesthetics, and availability. Now, some of the other distinctions are are not as clear-cut. They're subjective. Things like brand and quote, quality, unquote, durability, long-term energy output. You know, these characteristics really aren't dependent on any objective studies or comparison data. They're mostly manufacturers' claims. Yeah, the manufacturers might have done some tests, but they didn't do comparative tests. All right. So big question that people ask, and this is important, is what are the highest efficiency panels? So solar panels are rated by the number of watts they produce in direct sunlight. This is called standard test condition rating, STC rating. It's measured at 25 degrees C and 1,000 watts a square meter. And basically what you do is you take the DC output of the panel, divide by 1,000 watts of input, and then you can kind of figure out what the efficiency is. All right. So the way panels are being sold is they're in the industry forever is they're basically a commodity being sold on a per watt basis. So all the solar panels put out the same amount of energy per rated watt of power, regardless of manufacturer. So if you have one manufacturer that says their panel puts out 200 watts and the other manufacturer says 200 watts, they're going to be really, really close. Either that or somebody's cheating on the test, which I've almost never ever seen. I've seen it, but almost never. All right. So now here's what happens. You can have 24 low efficiency panels, low efficiency, say around 250 watts per panel. They'll put out the same exact amount of energy in 20 years as 2300 watt panels. They're both 6,000 watts. 20 times 300, 6,000 watts. 24 times 250, 6,000 watts. The sun hits both of those arrays, you're going to get 6,000 watts. Doesn't matter what the manufacturers are. Now, by the way, now we're putting in, in systems that have, um, putting in solar panels that have outputs of sometimes more than 350 to 360 watts. So I'm doing this math here with 250 and 300 watt panels just because the math is easier with round numbers. Now, that 300 watt higher efficiency panel is simply more efficient, but it's also going to be more expensive. So for example, you know, these prices change a lot and these are wholesale prices. It's about 50 cents a watt for a 250 watt panel or 70 cents a watt for a 300 watt panel. So to get those 24 250 watt panels at 50 cents a watt, it's going to cost you $3,000. Whereas if you wanted to get the higher efficiency panels, say the 300 watt panels, it's going to cost you 70 cents a watt or $4,200 for the exact same system size. You want to go with panels that are rated at 350 watts, you're going to pay probably over at wholesale, high level costs, over a dollar a watt. They're going to all put out exactly the same amount of power. So don't believe it. If anybody tells you differently, they're making things up. It's really not fact actually based. Now, the implication, it's really simple. If you have the roof space 
Lower efficiency, less expensive panels are always a better deal than high efficiency, expensive panels. My roof, I've got two roof spaces. I've got plenty of room. I use lower efficiency panels. Why should I spend the extra money for high efficiency panels and leave like one third of the invisible roof space? Nobody can see it's way up there. One third of that space empty when I can save the money and use it for something else. It's kind of like buying a car with bigger engine. If you really need to go fast, Spend more money for the bigger engine. But if you just need to get from place to place, smaller engine is okay. All right, so let's talk about the companies who are making the most efficient and most popular solar panels. These are efficiencies in the 20 to 23% range. I like LG Electronics. They've got new 6-inch cell technology. The panels are back contact. They're really nice. They're all black. And they have 60-cell panels for residential, 72 for commercial. They have a nice selection of medium and super high efficiency. They also have AC modules. Some installers like that with inverters on the back. The panels look good. They perform perfectly for me. They're durable. They don't, they, they kind of don't break when you get them out of the crate. LG is a big company, so they can back up their warranty. Everybody has a 25-year warranty. I don't really care about that because that's just the price of getting into the solar business. But when you have a company that's been around for 50 years, that warranty has a lot more strength. You know, LG's got a strong consumer brand. They're probably the biggest and most established company that's making solar panels, and they're made in South Korea, so it's pretty good. Now, another company that you may have heard of that has really high efficiency panels is SunPower. They're the first ones to come out with super high efficiency back contact cells. They now have an AC module, which doesn't give them that great an option for battery backup systems because they're regular panels. They're not that popular. Now, the panels from SunPower, they look great. They perform well, they also have a good warranty, but SunPower is a much smaller company compared to LG and Panasonic, and they're 70% owned by Total, which is a big French oil company, which is really good because it helps them kind of survive the ups and downs of the solar industry. But the biggest downside is they're the most expensive on a per watt basis. SunPower is a great company headquartered in San Jose. Heck, I put systems on their executives' roofs when they went public. Their cells are made in the Philippines and Malaysia. Their panels are made all over the world, and interestingly, they bought the assets of bankrupt solar world last year and they'll be making panels in oregon so that's good but they're still using solar cells from the philippines and malaysia panasonic's another good company they bought sanyo's solar panels they've got a kind of a narrower selection of panels their panels look good they perform well they have a good warranty they're a bigger company than SunPower, smaller than lg made in japan and also They have a factory that they partnered with in Buffalo with Tesla. I'm not really sure what's going on with that factory in Tesla. Sometimes I hear you can get panels from there. Sometimes you can't. Who knows? All right. Those are the high-efficiency panels. They're going to cost you more. What's much more cost-effective are the medium and the lower-efficiency panels. These are efficiencies in the 70 to 20% range. Lots of good companies here. I like to focus on the popular panels that are available here in the U.S. You probably never heard of these companies. Canadian Solar. Boviet Solar, Trina Solar, Jinko, Hanwha Q-Cells, JA Solar, Longi Solar. They're all headquartered in Asia. Now, what are the differences among these companies besides all the weird names? There are almost no differences. I have friends at all these companies. I've been to many of their facilities in Asia. They're all big, strong Solid companies. The factories are really well run. They're all Chinese-made or Chinese-owned, except for Hanwha, which is a Korean company. And Hanwha bought Q-Cells, which was a German cell manufacturer. So you've got mostly Chinese, and then you've got one Korean. Even though most of these companies, Canadian, Bovia, Tria, they make panels not only in China, but they make them in Vietnam and Thailand and Malaysia and kind of all over the world. So these companies are all pretty good. 
They have strong U.S. offices. My advice, they're a pretty good panel. So if you don't have constrained roof space, if you got some room on your roof, I'd go with these companies. All right. Now, what are the worst solar companies? Well, the worst solar companies have pretty much all disappeared. They go bankrupt after a while. That Everybody tries to make high-quality, reliable products. But sometimes their technology or their equipment or their management doesn't work out. More often what happens is they try and grow too fast. Their finances don't work out. Most of these companies accumulated a lot of debt when they were growing really fast. And then when the solar industry slowed down a little bit, they went bankrupt because they weren't able to make their loan payments. Now, also, some of these companies have had really high failure rates. I mean, I just think back about LDK, BP Solar, British Petroleum, had good solar panels. They had problems. Suniva really tried to make a go of it manufacturing in the U.S., Their quality wasn't that good. And then some companies had good quality, but just could never sell cost effectively. SolarWorld's a good example of that. And some companies had new technologies that just didn't pan out. Unisolar had these cool peel and stick stick thin film panels. It's just too expensive. Dow Chemical made uh, solar shingles. And Tesla's doing the same thing with solar shingles. You never see them because they just didn't pan out. So my advice... Stick with standard crystalline solar technology, not thin film. And and take it from me, don't even think about building integrated photovoltaic system, BIPV products, solar cells or solar panels that replace the roof. Why? Because none have succeeded so far. They don't get traction. Even big company like Dow Chemical couldn't make it work. And when these, and if you put it on your roof, you're kind of one of those early adopters. And when they stop working, you can't replace them. I mean, I know people that have the BP solar shingles. It's like their solar shingles aren't working. They're dead. They can't like replace them because BP doesn't make them anymore. Their solar system is kind of defunct. They have to put in a regular system over these solar shingles. The shingles are still good, but the solar part doesn't work. So, and then worst case, especially with BIPV, if you have a fire hazard on your roof from a bankrupt solar company, you don't want to live through that. So bottom line, here it is. Almost all the solar panels from the big companies are going to be working 25 years from now. You're going to be in pretty good shape tariffs that are there to help U.S. manufacturing, without a doubt, you talk to anybody in the solar manufacturing business, it's hurt the U.S. manufacturers. They're struggling even more than before. So there's only a few good U.S. manufacturers hanging in there. There's one right here in San Jose, Oxen Solar. They do great. Another company called Seraphim based in Mississippi. Oops, I just found out this week that they recently shut down. Mission Solar in Texas, I'm not that familiar with them. Solar World was in Oregon. They went bankrupt. Sun Power bought them. They're making the Sun Power panels there. Suniva bankrupt and liquidated. Now, you have big companies like LG, Jinko, and others that are basically building their own factories in the U.S., but these are basically, you know, they'll hire U.S. workers, kind of like the foreign automakers built auto plants in the U.S., and and I think those will work out pretty well. The quality there will be pretty good. So here's my advice. Don't go crazy trying to buy the best solar panels. You'll, You'll drive yourself nuts trying to figure out what's best. I can't even tell. The reality is it doesn't really make a tremendous amount of difference. It's like the gas in your car. So my advice is find an installer that you trust based on references and get these references from at least one year after their first utility true-up bill so that you know that the person from whom you're getting the reference has seen how the system has performed over a year. Did they really get the savings that the installer represented? And second, the reality is when you're looking at the cost of a solar system, the installer's direct labor and overhead is by far and away the biggest factor of cost for your system. So big installers have higher overhead. Costs are always higher than smaller installers. And then, you know, even the biggest national installers even have the highest overhead. So find that 
strong local solar company that's been around, that knows the technology, that knows what solar panels are good, and also knows what inverters are good and knows what batteries are good. The panel manufacturer doesn't matter tremendously. I can't remember a single customer who was unhappy with the solar panels they bought ever. Never happened to me, whether it's after one month or after 20 years. Two years from now, you're going to completely forget about the panel, what they look like, things like that. It's just going to blend into your roof. Yeah, you might remember you have LG. You might remember you have some power. That's good. But it's just going to work, or it's not going to work, and you made a mistake. You picked the wrong installer. So spend the money on a quality installation from an established local contractor. You'll get much better service that way, and you're more likely to get a lower price for your system. That's all the time we have on this week's Energy Show. Thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. And if you missed any of today's show, 